0: I had, some, I had some audio issues. I know everyone's really surprised there. Uh, here, I'll throw some claps in for you guys, just, just, for, the, just for the good, for old times' sake. <laughs> hello, 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 welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday, and I appreciate you spending the start of your weekend with me, although it is the start. It is my Monday at work. I'm working all through the weekend. Uh, and, of course, the show's. Uh, take a break on the weekend. So it gives me my evening with my families, and I appreciate that too. But anyways, we've got a great show for you today. Let's start off with some sponsors. Of course we have Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. It's good coffee. Check it out. Seriously. I promise you it's good stuff. Uh, TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my partner, in break the cycle where you get this great don't hurt people and don't take their stuff shirt that I'm wearing today or this great custom Break the Cycle pillow that you can have on your couch while you watch awesome episodes of Break the Cycle with me. Uh, Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount or join the Patreon, uh, the subscribe star, or become a member of this channel to get in the Discord where he drops new designs two weeks before they go to general population at a 30% discount. So you're talking cheap $27 hoodies, $15 shirts, good stuff, Uh, great, great, great quality uh, for a really good price. Plus you're helping support Break the Cycle. You know we're doing five shows a week now. We could really use the help. So thank you guys uh, to those of you who have joined. And executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check these people out. See what they can do for your business, your home, or your personal life. They're amazing. Libertarian owned out of Delaware. Wonderful people doing a job that the government sucks at. Much more efficiently and much cheaper. Guys, we've got an awesome show for you today. Like I said, uh, this gentleman's a good friend of mine. He's been a mentor to me. I've looked up to him for many, many years now. Uh, I've traveled all over the country and hung out with him. He is a uh, former uh, uh, candidate for governor of New York and former candidate for vice president in the Libertarian Party. He is Mr. Larry Sharp. How you doing tonight, sir?
1: How are you doing, my friend? I'm here. I made it. Yes, I did. <laughs>
0: I appreciate that, Larry. I really do. Man, I, you know, I usually bring people on and we talk about their journey. You know, mm-hmm. I bring up the journey, how you got here, what you're doing. But
1: we know that about you, Larry. That's correct. That's boring. Don't do that. That's boring stuff. <laughs>
0: we know that. That's we, boring. We know that you came in with Gary Johnson. We know you cashed that check. And we know you've run for vice president and, and governor of New York. We know that you have nonstop traveled around this country to try and uh, further And my state. Cause, Don't forget my state. And
1: your state to try and further cause of liberty. But you got a book coming out, man. I do. And people always think, well, that book's going to be on liberty. It's not. (laughs) My book is a book on happiness. And you might say, why in the hell did you make a book on happiness, Larry? Because you know how I feel, Josh. I've told you more than once. Our movement is actually not about liberty and freedom. Our movement is actually about happiness. That's what it's about. The question is, how do you get there? You get there through freedom and through liberty, right? I see liberty and freedom as the means, not the end. The end is happiness because in reality, there are some people who don't want to be free. And I don't mind if they're not free as long as they don't bother me and let me be free. It's all good, right? If you decided you wanna you know, go hang out with the Amish or something, you know what? Good on you, man. No worries, just let me be. And I think happiness is hardly discussed. It's And it was in our divorce papers from the UK. It was life, liberty, Pursuit of happiness. It was that important that it helped found our com- our country, and we rarely talk about it. And that's why the book is on happiness. I'm talking about the three things that people need to be happy. One of them is they have to feel respected. Number two, they have to feel loved. And number three, they have to have purpose. And if you've got those three, odds are really high you're going to be happy. That's what I talk about.
0: Sure. Sounds great. And uh, you know. You know, you and I have had tons of conversations around the country. I mean, Connecticut, Texas, I mean, just everywhere you can oh. imagine. Larry and I have sat down, probably had lunch and talked about all kinds of things, not just my chair runs, not just his his candidacies, just life in general. And and mm-hmm. one of the the most um, consistent things that Larry always talked to me about was happiness and you know, what makes yes. you happy. How are you going to be happy? And you know, you know, a lot of people know my circumstances over the last year have changed drastically i've gone from having no children in the house to having seven children in the house two of them my biological children and that was something larry always said well what's going to make you happy you got to do that if it's kids do that and it's one of the things that has made me very 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 happy
1: happy people you know don't protest because they're happy happy people build businesses happy people build families happy people don't take people's stuff happy people don't hurt others right there's an old saying hurt people hurt They do, right? If you're a hurt person, you hurt others. That's what people do. When you get hurt, you hurt others. But when you're happy, eh, it bounces off. You know, you let it go, you just move on, man. And I know it sounds all, you know, like Larry's going crazy. No, this is always where I've been. I just know that right now, the powers that be, whether they are the oligarchy of government or the oligarchy of large organizations, whatever they might be, their goal is not happiness. Their goal is to keep us unhappy as possible so we can keep fighting each other. And I'm trying to change that. And that's one of the reasons why I spend so much time in the Liberty Movement.
0: Sure, sure. And you, you talked a little bit about that fighting each other thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's really funny. I don't know if you noticed, but the graphic for this show has you in a very specific stance. And, and prior, uh, we had a prior guest on the show who had the same stance but on the other side. His name was Nick Ashley. Right, and you guys kind of gotten this. It wasn't really a tiff. You were doing what Larry does, trying to uh, you know make people happy and get people to stop fighting. And so we wanted <laughs> we wanted to to highlight the fact that Nick Ashley called uh, Ricky Harrington a bitch, and you were like, "Do you do you really need to call him bitch though?" I mean, because there are <laughs> way we could – you know. So you both got yes. the hands, the, the the hands, and and uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, and yes, and in fact, Nick uh, Ashley is one of the the custom emojis in the live chat. So Top Lops is throwing it up right now. It's the same thing, but. Uh,
1: yeah, man. What, what what's up with? I this love sh- it. That's yeah. when I step in, man. That's when I step in. I you know what? There's there's a difference between the movement and the party, and most people disagree with me on this. They just disagree, but I think there's a difference. The movement is bigger than the party, True. right? With without the movement, there's no party, but without the party, the movement isn't as strong, right? The party's stronger with the movement than without it, but the party can't survive without the movement because most people. The, the party tends to get flooded and filled by the movement, not the reverse, right? Usually that's what happens. So when it comes to the party, candidates really matter. Candidates are the people who draw people in. You have a picture of Ron Paul behind you, right? Because that was a candidate that drew you in. Usually when it comes to the party, candidates are, are critical and activists are secondary. And when it comes to the movement, activists are, are critical and candidates are secondary. And we have to kind of think about how to maneuver that better. The problem is we don't maneuver that very well. So since I focus on the party, because I'm a candidate and I focus on the party, I focus on other candidates. And so I stepped in with Ricky Harrington because he's a good candidate for us. So I stepped in. And the problem is, of course, none of our candidates are, 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 are perfect. I'm not, he's not, no one is. But I do want the candidates to feel like they're supported. And very often we fail at that. It's, one, it's not one of our skill sets. We often feel like the candidate did something wrong. Therefore, let's punish. And the candidate feels, oh, my God, I just made a mistake. And now I got to be devastated. And so I want to be the guy who says, no, 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 you're not perfect. You screwed up. It's OK. We still love you. So, yes, I'm the guy who tries to pet people. It's true. Guilty sure. as charged.
0: Sure. And and, and it's, a, it's a good role to fill for you. I think you have one of those. Uh, I, I want to say peaceful voices, but it's actually you got a very New York voice.
1: I do. <laughs> Guilty as charged again.
0: Yes. <laughs> but but, yes. but it's one of those, you're one of those, uh, you know, those voices of reason who, you know, when you hear Larry's voice, you kind of just know like, oh, oh, shit. It's like it's like dad's coming. Right. Ah, I, better I, like I better calm down. I better calm down. Here comes that voice. Right. But speaking of New York, man,
1: it had to have been rough over the last year for you. Huh? Oh, my God. you know, It's rough for many reasons. The number one reason why it's rough is because, damn it, I was so right on everything and it's as if the mainstream media does not care at all. I I knew this was gonna happen, I don't know if you know this, but literally on my Sharp Way YouTube page, I put together a separate playlist that says, COVID-19 response, March 2020. Because I knew a year from then, people would go back and look at it and go, damn it, that guy was right on like everything. And literally I have 10 videos on what we could have, should have done last year in March, so like almost a year and a half ago. And man, I was right on everything. I told everybody how bad Cuomo was. I told him how bad my governor was. I told him what a, what a misogynist he was. I told him what a bad guy he was. Don't believe me. And all of a sudden now, 10 women are against him. He's killing old people. I mean, he's doing everything, right? He is doing everything that we talked about. I said how he would do it. I said how we use executive power. And it's, so that's the most frustrating piece is I expressed exactly who he was and what he would do. And I gave everyone an answer on what they could have done instead, which you know, all of my policies always have two things in common. One, no force. Two, no more taxes. That's what I have. Now, some people go, you gotta lower taxes, Larry. I live in New York State. (laughs) Just keep that in mind when you're yelling at me about lowering taxes. Our budget went up about $30 billion during the COVID problem when over a million people left. Right. So you're telling me, well, Larry, you got a lower taxes. How about I just stop the bleeding? Let me just first patch the wound. Be just let me have that happen. And I just gave him ways to solve the problems just without raising any more money. Just Can we just keep it where it is for today? And $30 billion more. Our budget in New York State is so high that only 20 countries and California have a larger budget. Jeez. Our budget is so high that Florida has more people and half our budget, yeah, and York, no state income tax. Yeah,
0: New York's like the size of my basement, man. It's tiny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it blows my mind. Well, well I, I'm not going to go that far, but our our most our smallest county is Manhattan. True. That's our smallest county, and the the density, the population density is sixty thousand people per square mile. That's insane! Insane. Yes. It's people That's on top of counties. people. People on top correct. of people. yes. Everywhere you look. Literally, if you're a UPS or FedEx truck driver in New York City, your entire route might be one building. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's a real thing. Your entire route is one building. You literally just pull your truck up, empty it, come back down, empty it, come back down. That's all you do. It's one building. That's your entire route.
0: That's wild. Uh, we got uh, natural. I get a lot of uh, cool super chats. I thank you guys for the super chats and always supporting the show. Uh, natural, the naturalist capitalist Reed Coverdale, who's kind of stepped into the scene and tried to fill this this unity uh, spot, said Cuomo followed the eighty twenty rule, Larry, and he killed twenty percent of the state and added eighty percent to the budget.
1: Well done, Cuomo. <laughs> See, somebody's listening. Reed, somebody's listening. I love it. Well, I, and
0: then. Uh, Yesterday he posted, on, he posted on Twitter that uh, we, we really need to treat the gun crisis like we did COVID, and yes. I'm worried that he's going to start shooting
1: senior citizens in the streets. Well, the worst part is he's also said that, that gun violence is racist. So that means the guns are now racist. So those guns are only gonna shoot black and Hispanic old people, which makes it even worse.
0: Oh, Even worse.
1: Now I told them last night, I I was bringing this up on one of my shows, and I said, look, the answer is, you gotta give the guns diversity training, and this way they won't be racist. (laughs) Now, if you give them CRT training, then not only will they not be racist, they'll be anti-racist and only shoot white people. And then that's fine. So that's the plan that we need to have. But no one's listening to me.
0: Well, you could just send them to to Coca Cola or Starbucks for a weekend.
1: That would work, also. Yes. Uh, and another thing is, we gotta. I think we gotta figure out which guns are racist and which ones aren't. Yeah. Like that's, that's my problem. Yeah. Right. Well, and we the should guns... ask Maj well, Ray. because black here's... guns do matter. Well, if they send, if we send them to CRT
0: training, then the guns won't be able to do anything because of the white people. Oh, is yeah. that how that works? Yeah, I think that's how it works. It, it, in fact, the, well, the, the scary black guns will never be able to get ahead in life because of the white people. I think. I think that's how. CRT well, that's works. funny
1: that you brought that up. You know, that's a that's a good deal. So let's do the CRT. Then the guns can't shoot. Right. So that does solve our problem. Okay. Yes. Either way, training is. The, either way, grifting training. I mean, training is the problem. <laughs> solution. Oh. I'm sorry, solution. Wow, there was a whole lot of slip-ups there. That was
0: great. Sorry. I love it. I love it. I love this, Larry. This is my Larry right here. Uh Nick a lot Ash- of slip-ups there. Nick Ashley actually uh, dropped in a super chat, a $5
1: super chat. Thanks, sir. He said, no hard feelings for Larry. I love you guys. No, no, there was no hard feelings at all. I just, no, 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 no. I'm all good. We are too small of a group to be holding grudges. Just too small. And I need you guys, and you need me. We need each other. So, no, no, Nick, love you. All good. There is one Nick that I will always hold a grudge against, though, Larry. I don't. I know you do, and I don't either. No <laughs> grudges. I need him too. No grudges. Can we talk? Can we talk about this for one second? Okay. If, if he's watching, Nick, I love you too. Nick doesn't it's watch fine. this damn show. Dave Smith watches every every episode. Though. He, he told me. might. I, Nick might. He, he's like he's
0: like it, he's got like the dark shades on right now. He's like watching he, it with a record, might. like a, a, he's like screen recording. <laughs> Uh, no, but can, let's talk about this real quick because when I was running for chair in 2018, mm-hmm. Nick and I were like foes. I mean, it was like a comic book, right? And Nick said something to you that I think is it still sits with me to this day. He said, if Josh wins, that's the end of the Libertarian Party. Nuclear, right? Mm-hmm. That's just, that just blows my mind. And now all these people that said that about me are leaving the party. What do you think's gonna happen, Larry? But well, you didn't win. What happened? I didn't have to win. It was never about me winning. I guess you didn't have to. It was you never about super, me winning.
1: You were super powerful. You could trash shit without even winning. That's pretty good. I didn't know you. I didn't know you were that tough. You were tougher than uh than I thought. I love that. It's great. You I trashed did. the joint and didn't even win. I love it. Well, that that was the
0: whole point. You know, I I came into the movement. I came into the party because I wanted to to move the Overton Window. Uh, I I didn't like what I saw and. Uh, you know, I thought I had to win chair to accomplish that, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to. Uh, it was it was all about.
1: Um, yeah, I, I knew that a long time ago, which is why um, which is why I don't run for anything in the LNC. Which is why, I mean, people got mad at me when I didn't take a side. When the world was supposedly ending, Larry, take a side, take a side. No, why didn't I take a side? Cause I don't care. Right literally and this is gonna sound horrible wasn't gonna be mad at me but I don't care if the LNC all of a sudden became a website that was one page that simply was a link to 50 states I'd be fine I all I want from the LNC is one thing ballot access right that's it give me ballot access I'm pretty happy whatever else the LNC does okay fine whatever <laughs> it's all good I don't mind whatever and look did I did I want JBH to to, um, resign? No, I didn't. I did not want him to resign. And it wasn't because I loved or hated him. It wasn't wasn't because of that. I didn't want the instability. That's the reason. I wasn't a big fan of of JBH or an enemy, either one. I was fine with him being chair. It didn't bother me either way. I just, I didn't want the instability, which is why I didn't want him to drop. I didn't want the extra drama. I wanted the LNC to focus on the things that I care about, which is ballot access. That's what I cared about. What do I think will happen? I think a year from now we'll be back in action again like we always are. I think there'll be something that, you know, people will get upset or mad. Some will leave, some will come back. Some will talk about other parties and stuff as they always do. And I think in the long run next year we'll be back together again. And two years from now we'll be trying to find a presidential candidate to, you know, hopefully make something happen. So I know some people don't like it and they get mad at me, but it doesn't matter. It's how I feel.
0: Something tells me that the presidential candidate may end up being from New York uh, in the next election. I don't know, we'll see what happens.
1: Who's who's running for president from New York?
0: I don't know. Uh, some 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 skinny comedian out there keeps. Uh, that keeps, guy's from
1: Jersey. Keeps is he from Jersey? That guy's from Jersey. Don't no 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 no. He ah. already abandoned me. <laughs> that dude's abandoned me already. He's a Jersey guy. Wait, no, you're no, talking. No, no, no. You're he wait, abandoned me. You're
0: talking. Wait, are you're talking about Dave Smith, right?
1: That guy abandoned me already. No, I no, didn't no, know no, he Dave. went to Jersey. Come back.
0: Okay, okay. A Jersey Duke now. Okay, I see he went to Jersey. That's funny because uh, I just had Lou Perez on who just abandoned you too and went to Jersey. So and that's I know,
1: what... they're all abandoning <laughs> me. I know. Why do you think I'm trying to fix my state? <laughs> I Look, I got to be, I'm teasing, Dave. I get it. I know why people leave my state. I get it. I hate it because I have less people who can support me and support anything. This is why when people, when things were going badly for Cuomo, everyone was like, oh my God, Cuomo's finished. I'm like, no, he's not. Anybody who would vote against him is leaving my state. The only right. people who are staying are people who support him. We lost a million and a half people in 10 years, gone off my state. So they're all leaving. I get – look, I'm not mad at Dave Smith. I mean I get it. I Do I wish he had stayed? Of course. I want everyone to stay and be punished with me. right? I want you all <laughs> to feel my punishment. Misery loves to, right? company. That's correct. You should all be miserable with me. Exactly. <laughs> but um but no, I I, I I get it. Um um New York is a tough spot. It's a tough place to live. But I want to be very forward for your, for everyone who's watching. It is still an amazing place to visit. Sure. It is still an amazing place to visit. Once once we finally get rid of all everyone wearing masks and lockdowns, please come. It's a great place to visit. History, beauty, cities, uh hiking, skis, whatever you like, please come visit. You probably don't want to live here though i get it
0: yeah yeah that's uh you you, you know i moved to iowa larry mm-hmm. I, I left i left california five minutes before they started the the 24-hour lockdown uh, i took I tuck, tail and t- took off to the middle of the country i've never been happier i haven't seen a mask yes. in weeks
1: yes i know <laughs> my uh my my wife's trying to get us to move to tennessee believe it or not that's a hey that's a great place it was originally De- texas then it was maybe Florida, then maybe Georgia, now it's maybe Tennessee. I thought originally years ago years ago before I ran for governor I was thinking North Carolina. Yeah. Um but I don't know. Just you know, you I'm trying Hold on here. Uh, you know
0: what's funny about that is so many people from New York moved to Florida. Yep. And look at what Florida's doing right now compared to what New York's doing right now, and it's because all the people that were fed up with New York moved to Florida. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's my point, right? That's exactly my point. Yes. Yeah, exa- I mean, I don't know if you realize this. In New York City how bad it is. New York City is about seventy five percent Democrat. It's wild. Yeah. Seventy five percent. Yes. There it's something in across New York City it's I think it's six to one registered Democrats to Republicans. You have to add independents, or whatever the case may be. But it's six to one. That's how bad it is. It's really an issue.
0: That's insane. We're yeah. a one
1: party state. Yeah. Well, an upstate is where like most of the Republicans live too. Correct, Yes, but they're moving. Yeah, they're all leaving. right. I mentioned this again about a year ago. I was talking about how New York City's gonna become so bad after the lockdowns that people are literally just gonna get up and leave their homes, pack up and go. They're just gonna you know not pay their rent or their mortgage, get in their car and go. It is going to be, people gonna be walking by and realizing they haven't mowed their lawn in like three weeks. Are, are they still there? And now on the New York State official website, It is a thing called zombie houses. Just people. That is how common that is. Wow. Zombie houses—they just pack up and leave. Don't care about the lease. Don't care about the mortgage. See you in court. I'm going to Arizona. Done. That's what's happening. Well, you know,
0: if you go to Tennessee, you're uh, you're gonna have a serious fight for ballot access there, Larry.
1: Well, if anybody could do it, it's me. So it's fine.
0: It's it's the it's like the hardest (laughs) state. That one in Alabama. I mean, those are like our hardest states in the country. So. uh, There we go. So maybe Tennessee's
1: calling me. Maybe we'll see. We'll see.
0: I do. I Nashville is my favorite big city that I've been to, around the country. I was actually thinking of moving outside of Chattanooga. That'd be cool too. Yeah, Tennessee is just amazing. I I really, you know, I I visited what 40 states over the last four years. Um, so I I think think I've been, been I've been to 46 or 47 states now in the whole country. And out of all of them, my favorite place still is Nashville, Tennessee. There's no doubt about it. Wow, I yeah. love that. Is, I love it was, that. It was amazing. But I was also there on on uh, on St. Patrick's Day, and I had just gone through a breakup, and it was a lot. It was a lot of fun, you know. It, 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 you know, prior to COVID, and uh, Broadway in downtown uh, uh, Nashville is like two miles of just three story bars and nightclubs and restaurants, and they got. Bands playing on every floor, and they got rooftop bars everywhere you go, and it's just, it's just a really cool vibe. I mean, every there's music everywhere, and I'm a big music guy, so I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Uh, Top Lobster says, "Me and my entire family that. voted for you, Larry. The last year didn't have to be this way." Also, you talk with Nick; he's a very smart Turkish fellow. <laughs> <laughs> We, we always speculate as to what race uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Nick is. So um, John Chow says, love Larry. Got the ballot line till we got Cuomo'd. Yep. John Chow also says, uh, Larry, did, Larry did lives on Star Trek and shrooms in one week.
1: That is true. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Yes. I pick a lot of odd subjects. In fact, I just did a show before I came on here at 6 p.m. Eastern. And it was on um, women drinking too much because of COVID and the collapses and such. And it was a, a red table talk, thing. I did a reaction video to it. So I pick all kind of topics. It doesn't really matter what it is. And the idea is I want people to understand that culture also matters, right? Politics matters, of course. So does culture. And no matter what, we are all people. And if we just start caring more about each other, things will get better in general.
0: Sure. Sure, yeah, and we're all human. I agree with the culture thing. I think, you know, if we're ever going to change politics, we got to change culture and uh, 100%. You know, I want more people making comic books. I want more people doing bands like like uh, like backwards or any any kind yep. of any kind of band. Country band, anything. Yes. I want more people making more liberty movies and documentaries and it, we should my, be my daughter th- still
1: has an Eric July sticker where he's like Superman. Oh, yeah, Remember yeah. That yeah. She still has it on her wall. That's his logo for his show, man. Uh, yeah, he's he... no, no. His show's logo. He's like this or something, right? Is he different? He's like, yeah, he's different. This is from the backwards, the the album days. He had a special. He had a. If you ordered the the, the special package, I actually got an actual CD. Yeah. If you if you order the actual CD. Then you get the stick. I'm an old man, so I still get CDs. So, so, so we have what a, a boomer sticker. I know boomer. <laughs> so there was a little sticker there where he's like flying with his fist up. My my daughter still has it on her on her board.
0: That's uh yeah actually Eric July's uh, YouTube channel is the only YouTube channel that I'm a, a monthly donating member of. So there we go. Nice. Because Very good. He does good. so many member only streams, and I love watching Eric. Uh, and it's funny because I keep trying to get Eric to come on my show, and he he's
1: just he won't come on mine either. He's Big time in me, man. I know he's in the same with me. It, it makes me because I want to talk to him about his tokenization idea. Right. I think it's it's a very interesting way in looking at things, but he won't come on and sort of talk about it. So he's just he's too cool for us, I guess. See? Yeah,
0: he's big time in me, man. He's he, just he, too cool. He did just start following me a couple weeks ago, though. So I was like, oh, and I immediately DM'd him, and then no response. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, seriously. <laughs> and then uh, and then and then Rob Schneider started following me today. I've been emailing, like I've, that. I've been emailing him like crazy. Uh, and uh, we'll see how that goes. We, we may have a Rob Schneider episode in the future uh, so stay tuned. that would be a lot of fun. Uh, stilts 40 still uh, is it I always mess this one up Stits 40 or Stits 4 says Larry I love everyone except Dave. he's dead to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> my mom said, my like mom's
0: it. my mom's in every uh, live chat by the way Larry uh, Cheryl nice. and she says even I don't get CDs anymore.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. But that was before, I don't have any now. Actually, th- this is the weirdest thing. As I, as I got, as I was talking the other day about the idea of how so many people are renters. And I'm talking about the, the, the mentality of that, right? The the ownership mentality that we're often losing a, an ownership mentality. And I want us to have an ownership mentality even if you have a renter's lifestyle renter's lifestyle gives you freedom, right? I don't have to worry about owning, I can just lease, I can change, I can move around, whatever case may be. And I get that lifestyle. The problem is now we're taking the renter's lifestyle and then having a renter's mindset. True. down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpo because the system is down and truth is taking over. We still have to have an ownership mindset and that's a critical piece that I think we have to have. And I feel like one of the, one of the people who I was um, uh, talking to about this, I did it in a uh, green room, Spotify green room. I did a, a Spotify green room yesterday. I was about the idea that many people believe that the, the older I get, the less things I own that I use or that make me happy. And I found that same thing with me. I used to have a massive collection of CDs, probably 300 or more, tons of them. I literally threw them all out, just in the garbage. I had no use for them. Anything I want is gonna be there on Spotify or Pandora or whatever is the cool, or just YouTube, whatever I want always there. Um, so I just threw them all out. I, I went to my library. And I threw out over over half of my books. I don't go through them anymore. Like I read them once and I'm done. I threw so many things. The only books I keep are the ones that I go through you know, again and again and again. I've thrown out a lot of stuff in these last five or ten years. I think I'm falling into that same idea of it's better to be lean to mean and rent more than to have more. But I just hope I don't turn into a, a renter mentality.
0: Sure, sure. I think we're moving into an era where – you know that lean and mean thing's okay. We have so many services, streaming services for music, for yep. for. I mean, you can you can have your your groceries delivered to your house these days, right? At the click of a button, Larry.
1: Yep, and I'm absolutely. Sh- and I'm sure that's a pretty big thing in New York. Especially- oh my God, it's huge! Are you nuts? Huge! It used to be my wife had to actually pick up the phone to order the food. Now she just presses a button on seamless or whatever phone or whatever it's done. And they even like have. You know the what you ordered last. So if you want the same thing from that restaurant, you just basically click one button and boop, it comes. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely. absolutely.
0: Uh, drywall and up. less
1: people have cars. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I'm sure, Uber, I'm sure in New York, it's
1: it's almost pointless to drive
0: at this point. I'd imagine.
1: A lot of people don't have cars. In fact, when COVID first hit, I was I was doing a lot of work because I, I have a car, and a lot of New Yorkers don't have cars. So people didn't want to leave their homes. So I have have two people in my life who are over 80 and who have pre-existing conditions. So those people I was very concerned about for COVID, that's literally the people that COVID kills, right? That's a serious worry for those two people in my life. So they didn't want to leave the house. I get it, no worries. I would drive and drop off stuff for them. I'd mask up and glove up. To drop stuff off of them and put like a can of Lysol on top or whatever. And I was doing that for the first couple of months until everything kind of kicked into where they were able to handle on their own. But now I hardly ever drive. Larry, I, I I gotta know, what do you drive, man? Um, I whatever my wife wants, it's she drives far more than I do. We have a Ford Escort. No, not not Ford Escort, a Ford Edge. Oh, Ford Edge. We have a Ford Edge now. My car before that was a Volkswagen. And the car, my car, before that was a a Honda, and then before that was a, I don't remember. I don't know why you struck me as a Mercedes guy, man. I don't know. You got me. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't show off at all, dude. I never show off. Have you ever seen me be flashy?
0: No, not really. But
1: it's not. It wasn't like a flash. I didn't think that for flashy reasons, Larry. I I know. I I rarely. I grew up in the ghetto. I know better than the flex. Sure, sure. I I grew up in the South Bronx. I don't flex.
0: I grew up in the hood too, buddy. I know all about it. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Pro- uh, projects, projects till I was like ten, and then and then the uh, the, the white tweaker ghetto until I was uh, moved out of the house, pretty much. So
1: there we go. You only flex if you got a crew.
0: Yeah, yeah. My first car if was a, my first car was a yeah. 1980 <laughs> Honda Civic hatchback wagon uh, that we bought from the Saint Vincent DePaul uh, Society for like 110, dollars and I think it lasted me 10 days or something like that. But <laughs> but it fit it fit my four foot bong, so that's all that really mattered. You know what I mean? And
1: that's what matters. You got to know what matters to you, man. That's it. That's it. That's uh, all that matters. Shout out to yeah. Drywall
0: what? O for the uh, 10 dollars super chat, brother. I appreciate you. So man, tell me what's going on with the
1: show? How's how's the sharp weight going? I get shadow banned every week, so I wouldn't know. I'm shadow banned like there's no tomorrow. Um, Constantly being shadow banned, it's insane how bad it is. Um, I guess I'm an extremist, I don't know, but I guess I am. So often shadow banned, I've grown the show all over the place to the best of my ability. Um, I have guests on here or there, but I actually do three shows. I do The Sharp Way, which is almost every night at seven or sometimes six or eight, but in the area of seven every night. And that rarely has libertarians on it. That's usually other people. I spend a lot of my time talking to the left, right? We don't, we don't do a very good job as a group talking to the left very well. We tend to become very aggressive and we, we lack patience because you know when dealing with the right, if they're mad at us or upset at us, they tend to come at us, right? you're not American, or you're, you, know, you don't care about you know, God, country, and you know, the flag. They come at us that way, but they come at us. When the left comes at us, they don't. They actually dismiss us. They're disrespectful and dismissive, and they don't talk to us. They literally just ignore us. And I found that when I was running for governor, too. The right, when it was mad, would come at me. The left would just ignore me completely. Recently, I've been trying to find ways of getting the left to talk to me because I don't want to fight the right. I don't want to fight the left. I want to bring them all to us. I want to bring every one of them to us. I am greedy. I want seven billion libertarians, right? And I can't get that if I don't convert and I can't convert if I don't get them to talk to me. So I've been trying hard to talk to the left. So my show has been a lot about bringing on people who are sadist, who are left leaning, who are that way and having an open conversation. I do it for two reasons, one, because we often find that those people, while they are left, or whatever the case may be, they find some common ground in me, and they decide, you know what? I guess, Larry, you're one of the good ones. I get that often. And if I can be one of the good ones, so can some other candidate, because their candidates are going to disappoint them, because they always do. And when they disappoint them, I'm hoping they'll go, let me try these libertarians, let me see if I can walk into that road, because the best people who know how to convert the left, are those who come from the left. So I try to bring more of them in. That's the second piece. I want libertarians to understand that there's a lot of people in this country who really love government, who like really love government, like love it. Like, of course, you would want the government to tell me everything to do. Who else would? So, and we need to see that because we spend so much time amongst ourselves, we can't imagine that there are that many people who actually think that a government monopoly is a good thing. And I would say, I live in New York City. Lots of people think a government monopoly is a really good thing. And for us to see that and to also understand they're still human beings. And that the average American, the average American actually doesn't care about liberty or tyranny or anything. All they want is their problem solved. And if you could get them with a free solution, they would take it if you would give it with a solution that is full of coercion. As long as they're not personally hurt, they would take it and they're totally fine punishing whoever the other is and each side picks their other and then you punish the other and they get what they want. And we have to we have to know that's what we're up against. The example I give often, people get mad at me all the time when I talk about auditing the Fed. Oh, the libertarians get so mad. You got to end the Fed. He told, so mad at me. Well, I tell this story often. I was teaching and I was—I did a lot of teaching before um, my governor, my lord and master, his majesty, King Andrew Cuomo II, all hail the king. Um, before he deemed me not essential, um, I used to do a lot of teaching. And one of the things I would do is I was teach—I would teach uh, leadership to a lot of city agencies. And I'm with one of the agencies, and you can imagine this room, it's about 25, 30 people in a room, um, male, female mix, the youngest is maybe 30, the oldest is maybe 60. They're all educated and all credentialed. And I never talk about you know politics when I'm in the classroom unless it's doing a break or they ask about it, it's that kind of thing. So it's doing one of the breaks and I'm up at the front and one of the guys are talking and one of the guys says, you know, I'm so glad that the the fed, we have the fed because they saved us during the crash. He says that and looks at me. And I said, you're looking at me He's like, well, Larry, you're a political guy, you know that, right? And I said, you know, the Fed is based just a, a bank. It's a private bank. It's, a, we'll do a cartel. Wait, I, and I, I, all I'm them
0: contractually in- obligated to do this. Private bank. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I, got, correct, the, correct, I correct. got the quotations out of the way. Now go, please.
1: Great. So, so I said, you know, it's based like a, a, a cartel. That's what it is, right? And and all of them, no, no, no. Not one person agreed with me. I said, you got your phones? Google it. So they start to Google. And all of a sudden you hear, what? <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God, he's right. Yeah. You know, the Fed just magically makes money that puts us into debt, right? It just makes it when it wants to and puts us into debt, right? It just puts money into the economy when it feels like it. No, no, no. I was just right. Check it again. They go in. Oh, my God, he's right. Why do I tell that story? Because most Americans don't understand what the Fed is. They have no idea. I actually had someone tell me this. Larry, We don't need, we don't need a central bank. We, we don't do central bank. We have the Fed. Thinking it's totally different. Like sure. thinking it's completely different. Not getting it at all. There is an ignorance level throughout America that is massive. And one of my personal goals is to get people who are that ignorant to talk to us. To just talk to us. Just have an open conversation and talk to us. I know where my lane is. That's my lane. And I try to stay in the lane that I'm good at. And that's my lane.
0: Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh someone in the chat, one of the channel members, thank you uh, Jamie, we appreciate you. Can, he said, "Can you talk about education? I started following you after hearing you speak on Ed." You were, you went on Joe Rogan, didn't you go on Joe Rogan? I did, man. I did. And you tried to explain education to him. I remember that.
1: You no, know, that was, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take responsibility for that. That was my fault. And the reason why it was my fault was I was doing a campaign. During the campaign, I was Every day I was, when I ran, for those of you who don't know, when I ran, I ran for a year and a half. I didn't have a job. I didn't get a salary for a year and a half. I just ran. Nothing else. I was doing over 30 events every single month. I was crossing the state every single month. So I literally one day had to fly into L.A. He was still in L.A. at that time. He hadn't hadn't moved to Texas yet. So I had to fly into L.A. that morning, go on his show, and fly home that night because I had events. Oh, jeez. So I'd spent all my time in New York. So now I fly to California. I get there to the studio. He comes in last minute, opens the door, shop here. I said, yeah, I'm here. He's like, great. Walks in, start the show. The first thing he says is, I like you. That's how he starts. <laughs> That's the first words he ever said to me. Wow. That was the show. So we start. Now, the problem that we had is he was saying things like, Well, I'm worried about teachers and unions and stuff. Of course. And in my head, spending all my time in New York, it's not an issue, right? New York, our teachers' unions are very strong. Our teachers are fine. In many parts of the country, teachers are hammered and treated poorly. In New York State, those who don't know, the average teacher's salary in New York State is $80,000 a year. They're fine. They're fine. They're not getting hammered. They're fine. Teachers' union very strong, no worries. He was like, well, what about the teachers? I'm like, what? That's why I kept saying things. Like, "Why? what are you not getting? Like, it's impossible. But as I look back later, if we were in say Kansas, what he would have been saying would have made sense, right? right? But in New York, I was so busy talking to New Yorkers that it, it, it didn't make any sense what he was saying to me. Like, how could you think our teachers are gonna be in trouble? They're fine in my state. There's no worries in New York. And that's the average, by the way. There are administrators in New York State who make $400,000 a year.
0: Jesus.
1: I'm not joking. They make four hundred k. You can that's do your own homework you and look it up. That's yes, insane. my state, you get your fine. You, we're good. We spend $29,000 per kid in New York State. Wow. There are parts of New York State where there are more administrators than there are teachers. Yeah, we're fine. Unions are good, teachers are fine. That's why I'm saying I just want to stop the bleeding in my state. Right. Just let me stop the bleeding. Then we'll move on from there. But anyway, that's why that didn't that didn't go as well as it could have. Um because it I I should have understood where his head was and I just I just didn't. Well, I think I, he was was, I think his, I
0: think everybody was talking past each other a little bit and that, that that's specific what was happening segment.
1: That's but, exactly what happened. You, but then we went on and had had a good conversation sure. after that. We talked a lot of positive things. It went very well. And the funny part is you know, I went on several different shows, and when it came to growth online, hands down, Joe Rogan was the most popular thing for me. My YouTube uh, channel probably grew ten thousand in one week. Wow! From that, I mean, that was a massive push up for me. I probably already had about fifteen thousand already on when I went there, and then I had 10, 000, I had like twenty five thousand within a week from going there. Now I've got about thirty five thousand, but that was all, you know, afterwards. His was a massive bump. His bump was probably 30%, 25% of my YouTube channel now is probably just from Joe Rogan. That's how popular that was. But I gotta tell you, from a dollar point of view, donations wasn't the top. No. Top was Dave Dave Rubin. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, Dave Rubin, when I went on his show, while the the number of views wasn't anywhere near as powerful as Joe Rogan's and the the increase in um, social media presence wasn't as large, donations were clearly not even close the best
0: the wow. best no question i've been yes. well, i've been thinking about starting like a like a an alien institute so joe rogan will have me on or something something stupid like that you know what i mean
1: i got to tell you what 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 most politicians most candidates libertarian party don't get what actually gets you on the non-libertarian stuff is not rhetoric it's policy the reason why i got gotten no a shows is because of my policy. True. Joe Rogan loved my bridge idea. He loved my MTA uh, idea. He liked my school educate. What what your guy told me about his education is, my education plan is no longer K through 12, it's K through 10, right? And it's ending all um, standardized testing until high school. You've got kids, you know. They force those tests on you like there's no tomorrow. You got to have the test. The kids get extra stress for no reason. And testing is absolutely no indicator of success for kids when they get older at all. You could be totally successful or totally a failure. It does not matter. Your testing's irrelevant. It does not show that at all. All it does is once you take the test, you get labeled. And if you're not a good test taker as a little kid, you are labeled the dumb kid. And if you're label, labeled a dumb kid, you act accordingly and affects your entire life. Sure. So I would rather us not do that and instead let kids move forward at 10th grade when they graduate, take, I mean, when they're done, take a test, you pass your test, you get your high school diploma, and now you get to keep going into whatever you want to go. Now, in New York State, is a specific rule. In New York State, education's a right. It's in our constitution. So we have to pay for everyone's uh, education from, from grades 1 through 12 in my state, mandatory. Not kindergarten. That's a special bill we do every single year to make sure we spend money on that too. But one through 12 is in our constitution. So what I said is we're gonna do it like when I when I was in the Marine Corps. You know when you get out of the service, you get your GI bill, right? You get your X dollars, you can use it in certain weeks. When, when I was in, I think we got, I think it was 200K or something for like 10 years or whatever it was, I forgot what the number was. But I'm saying we're gonna give each kid $20,000 in his account, he can do any education he wants. Two years, schools will pop up everywhere. We're gonna have two we're gonna have private schools, we're gonna have trade schools, we're gonna have prep schools, we're gonna have whatever we want, all types of schools that are gonna pop up. And guess how much those schools are gonna cost for two years? Twenty thousand dollars. Why? Because that's the government money. Because schools love government money and banks love guaranteed government money, so they'll give loans to build the schools. So boom, that's what happens. You might say, Well, Larry, you're having the government pay. I'm actually not, because right now, as I told you, we spend about twenty nine thousand dollars per kid per year. Well, in this case, we're only spending ten per year. So we just saved 19 grand per kid. Plus lots of kids aren't even gonna go. Sure.
0: We're,
1: gonna save about, we're gonna save about six to $8 billion just on that. Cause our, our budget for education's over $60 billion. That's more than the budgets of most states. So that will immediately cut that out. Why does that matter? Because we only get about six billion from the federal government. So if we can save eight billion, we can get rid of all the federal strings attached and take the federal money. That's how that system works well. It allows kids to do what they want. But also I just, by default, Privatize two years of school,
0: right?
1: Not just that. I don't want our um, schooling to be paid for by local taxes. Instead, she comes directly from the government. Now, right now, our budget is so broken. We're gonna have about a 50, 50, about a 50 billion dollar deficit, directly from the government. And I'm saying something radical now, Josh. You're gonna hear it. Cryptocurrency. I want a, I want an education coin for New York. It's the N. NYEC, the New York Education Coin. So you might say, well, Larry, you can't use a coin like that because no one's going to want to buy it or use it. How do you get usage? Well, we are a huge, huge, I mean, massive school district. You want school district money? You're a grifter? There's many of them out there. You can grift, but you got to grift on NYEC. So now what do I do? Why would anyone back it? Because I I allow the banks to transfer NYEC into dollars for a small transaction fee. What do banks love? Small transaction fees. So they will absolutely take that, and this way teachers still get paid in dollars, Everyone gets paid in dollars. But more importantly, once I do that, each district simply gets a flat fee per kid. What does that mean? It means the kid can move to different districts. And what does it get? Oh, guess what? The dollars follow the kid. Sure. So I just allow school choice without having to say school choice it allows for a school choice option. But more importantly, if I'm paying directly from the state, I can end the school tax. School tax of most people in New York state is about half of their property tax. I've just cut property tax in half. So I cut property tax in half, I allow for school choice, I privatize two years of school and still maintain our constitution. That's the types of policies we should be talking about that can get people to care about, to get to care about you know our movement. I can't just say abolish government schools. Now, if I'm an activist, I absolutely can say that and probably should to get people to care about the issue. It makes total sense. As a candidate, I've got to be able to give people an answer so they can feel like their kids are going to be taken care of. And so I give them one that saves the state billions, doesn't increase taxes, in fact, lowers a uh, property tax and allows for school choice and privatizes two years of school.
0: Sure, sure.
1: So are you, are you running against Cuomo again or what? Um, I'm trying to find people to support me. And to be forward with you, it's nowhere near as 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 big as I thought it would be. Sure. I thought more people want to get behind me. I don't want to run to not make impact. Right. I want to run and I want to make impact. And I'm not seeing a, a groundswell at all. And it's disappointing. I thought I'd find more people like ready to go. People are like, yeah, I guess. I think so many people in New York state feel like there's no hope. And I think that's disappointing. I'm trying to get more people to get, I'm going to be at Freedom Fest coming up here. Um, I have a booth here. I'll be speaking in a couple, um, couple panels. A boomer panel, of course. Uh, I'll be speaking at the boomer panel. So, yeah. You're gonna be, be talking, talking
0: about eight eight-track tapes or eight uh,
1: eight-track tapes, Betamax, and stuff like that. Yeah. Back in my day. I'll be talking about that a lot. <laughs> so yes, I'll be doing that. Um, so I'll see if I can get some more, some more, um, backing at Freedom Fest with some more packs and seeing if I can get enough backing. I'll do it. I would like to do it, but I don't want to do it the way I did it last time. I've mm-hmm. got to be able to raise good money. And in how New York State works, for, for a lot of you guys who are listening who don't know, New York State's odd. We have what's called fusion voting. I know some of you don't know New York. are like, this is a crazy state. It is, yes. Fusion voting means you can run on more than one line. So I can literally run as a, as a libertarian, as a Republican, as a conservative, as independent, as whatever I want. I can't get Democratic line because we will take that. But I can be a registered libertarian, get the Libertarian nomination, and run in the Republican primary. Right. I can do that in New York State. And I'm actually considering it. And the reason why I'm considering it is, in my state, I have Giuliani's son running. I have uh, Trump's attorney running. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, I have Trump's attorney, Giuliani's son, some guy who ran before, and some sheriff running all Republican line. They'll all split the vote and I'll win. Who's, who's the one that's run run before? Uh, Asterino. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, he ran before Molinaro ran. Right. So, yeah.
0: No so, Molinaro that, so, this
1: time? No, not this time.
0: That's not unfortunate.
1: Time. The drama was so bad, much fun. But he's not a bad guy. Yeah. You know, actually, I like Astorino too. Asterino's not a bad guy. I, I like Astorino. Um, But, you know, it's, whatever. Uh, The point being that uh, I'm actually considering it. Because I could probably win that, which, which means I would have the Libertarian line. I'd be listed three times, listed Libertarian, listed Republican. And then if I got those two, the conservative line would probably give me a conservative line, too. I might get, get the independent reform? line. There's no reform in my state. None. No, not in my state. I thought, I you, had, I thought you had it last government.
0: time.
1: No, they lost. I told him last time, Curtis Slewa was in the reform party, and I told him to put me on his line and I'll get him 50,000 votes. He said no. And lost ballot access. Oh. He's regretting that right now.
0: I bet he is. Because you would have got He's him the votes. Right you would have got him the votes
1: he needed. No doubt. Absolutely. holy Yep. But he didn't
0: listen. What are you going to do? Huh? So. Maybe. maybe. So
1: yes. that's. I hope that's a good enough answer.
0: Yeah. That is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So later, we're getting close to the end of the, the public stream. Uh, we're going to do uh, an exclusive stream after this for you know 20 minutes or so. Like our normal exclusive stream. So if you guys want to be a part of that. Uh, live you have to join the channel membership underneath this video there's a join button it's like six bucks a month you get like all the custom emojis you have seen tonight all these really cool uh, break the cycle badges that you're seeing in the live chat those are all channel members uh, they change colors as the length of time you're a member of the channel goes on uh, and you get exclusive stuff. Um, You can also do that by joining Patreon or Subscribestar. You just get that content the next day uploaded. Uh, But, Larry, what is next for you uh, besides the the possible uh, gubernatorial run?
1: Well, look, uh, I am concerned that we need to be more popular. That's my biggest thing. One of the reasons why you see me going on so many podcasts, doing shows, doing my own show – Doing the debates, I, about, I, I debated, uh, I, I call discussion, they call it a debate. I had a discussion with, with the YouTuber Vosh, the YouTuber Destiny, and the YouTuber Dylan Burns. I want to be more popular because popularity matters. That's important. And I want to be able to make sure that we make some impact in 2022 with me, if possible, or somebody else. But we have to make impact. We took, we took big setbacks in 2020. 2020 was not a good year for us. And we have to make it up. I wanna make it up in 2022 and 2024. And the more popular I am, the more ability I'll have to have influence on who those candidates are and to raise money for them, which is the biggest issue. You know that, we gotta raise money. I'm good at raising money. The more popular I am, the more money I can raise. And that's an important piece to me. My focus is getting better candidates, raising more money, being more popular, and having more people looking towards us. My worry is, and it's gonna sound a little bit doom and gloom, I guess, but I'll say it anyway. I don't see the country right now going any place except towards violence. I don't see us doing anything except going that route. And I believe in my heart that the only answer is the Liberty Movement. We're the only people who can cross the aisle and talk to both. We're the only people who can be the healers. We're the only people who just go, if you're mad, just stay over there, right? and you're mad, just stay there and we won't bother you. We're the only ones who do that. Everyone else is like, no, you will be exactly like us or we'll punish you. We're the ones who don't do that. And I think we're because of that, we have an opportunity in 2024. In 2016, I had a 10-year plan and 2026 ends my 10-year plan. And the goal at the end of 2026 was to have at least somebody at the federal level representing the Libertarian Party. If we make that, I win. If we don't, my plan failed. So I'm trying to make my plan a, a, a success. I want someone representing us that, that won an election, not just it changed over. I like the changeovers, those are good. Please keep changing over. Those are great. I'd like us to win an actual federal election, whether that's, you know, be great if it was president in 2020 would be amazing, but I'm not counting on it. I hope it happens. Um, but I would take a Senate seat. I would take a congressional seat, anything i take a nominated judge, just something that would have us there at the uh, at the federal level. Larry, we're going to shitpost
0: Dave Smith and Maj Teray into the White House in 2024, so.
1: There we go. I'll take it. Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. As long as I get to be communications director or secretary of state, I'm in. Okay, fair. One of those two.
0: We're going to find a cabinet position for you, buddy. I'm sure of it. One of those two, I'm good. Larry, brother, you know I love you to death. You've been a great friend to me, and like I said, a mentor. I wouldn't be half the person I am in this movement today if it wasn't for you, but can you tell these people that are watching right now where they can find you, support you, and follow you at? Head
1: on over to The Sharp Way on all the interwebs. Isn't that what you boomers say? (laughs) No, on the Twitter... You know, aren't you TikTokers? No, yes, but I actually have a TikTok. I actually have an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. I got everything that's Sharpway. Please like all of them because the more you like, even if you don't watch my stuff, you should watch my stuff. But even if you don't watch my stuff, the more likes and shares I have, you know I can get around those algorithms and try to get around the shadow banning. So please like all the Sharpway stuff. And remember it's Sharp with an E and the E stands for entertaining. Nice. Nice. Are you still with Gas Digital? Are you still doing that? No, I was renting space there until again they shut everything down.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought. So I figured. Yeah. Cool. Well, Larry, I appreciate you. I'll see you here in just a couple minutes for the exclusive stream. Alrighty, my friend. All right, brother. All right, guys. Another awesome episode. Man, I love Larry Death. He's uh really we, we got to to be very close and, and and uh learned a lot of personal stuff about the guy. He is uh one of the coolest like men I've known he's kind of been like my Jordan Peterson if that makes any sense to you guys taught me a lot on the road uh how to be a better person not just a better candidate for office and uh it means a lot to me and I'm sure it means a lot to my kids at this point as well too uh guys if you want to go to see the exclusive streams all you have to do is go to uh right underneath any of my videos there's a subscribe button next to the subscribe button there's a join button if you hit join there if you're signed into your google account It will make you a uh, member of the channel for, I think it's $5.99 a month. You get all of the the really cool custom emojis that have been hand-drawn by Top Lobster for all of our live chats that are super, super cool. Uh, You also get the custom badges next to your name so people know how long you've been a member. Uh, Eventually, when you make it to a year, you get the gold bee. That's going to be the coveted one. Uh, We already got some blue ones, which means people have already been members for more than a month. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, Or you can join the Patreon or Subscribestar. Both of them are uh, slash... Break the cycle JS. Uh, you get some other swag there. Um, all three things will get you into my private Discord server, which has like seventy people in it or more or more now, which is pretty awesome. Uh, the only difference is you get the exclusive content uploaded the next uh, morning by the afternoon. Usually, I get it up, um, so you don't get to watch it live, but you do get to see it still. Um, but you get you get all the other perks and, and cool stuff too. Uh, check out our sponsors Laurenzotti.coffee, for all your delicious Italian coffee needs, delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. And of course, my friend, my partner, uh, one of the coolest guys I know, uh top com for all your wonderful graphic design needs this man has everything on his website uh we just dumped a whole bunch of new break the cycle stuff including a bunch of the uh, cool emojis you see here like the wood chipper go burr shirt that is going to be the number one seller i'm sure you get a 10 percent discount for using btc at checkout or if you join the patreon or subscribe star and you get into the discord like i said in the beginning he drops uh he drops the, the designs two weeks before they go to the general population at 30% discount. So you're really, I mean, if you're doing like the five to ten dollar a month one, I mean you're you're really if you buy something from Top Lobster, you it pay it by it pays for itself. Uh, and of course, executive producers, anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your home, your personal life, or your business. They're doing God's work. I'm telling you. See what they can do for you. I promise you will not be disappointed. Guys, do me a favor when you leave here. If you're not coming to the exclusive streams, go to Twitter. Go to Twitter. Tag Sour Patch L-Y-D-S and tell Lids that she needs to bring Joshua Smith on the Tim Pool Show. Please do that for me. we got to get on Tim Pool Show. It's very important to, to the algorithm here. Uh, I know it will do good things for us, but I want to go talk with Tim. I think it will be a lot of fun. Guys, I appreciate you coming up on the show next week. Is going to be insane. On Monday, my good friend Stephen Nicola, the Florida Libertarian Party chair and uh, region rep for the LNC. He's amazing. They call him the Egyptian Nazi. Hence the uh, cool graphic we got here with the the, the Egyptian headdress and the uh, uh, tiki torch. He's cool. It's going to be a fun show. Guy's all into tech. Owns a bunch of Wendy's and shit. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Tuesday, we have the ultimate heavyweight, Stefan Kinsella, coming on. Uh, we're going to talk about IP and all things uh, uh, internet trolling. I I love Stefan a lot. It's going to be a good show. He's, he's amazing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen him speak, but he's a lot of fun. Wednesday, the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Woods will be on the show. The very failed podcaster. He's going to come up, come by and talk about his love for Hawaiian shirts. I'm sure Thursday I'm going to have Brad Palumbo on. It's going to be a lot of fun. I got some serious questions for him and Friday, Mr. Austin Peterson will be on the show, uh, to talk about all kinds of liberty stuff, liberty Republicans, the, and uh, etc. Guys, it's gonna be a cool week. I will see you Monday if I don't see you in the exclusive streams. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle.
1: To explain The lyrics of my last song They seem to contain A violent
0: call to action in the verse in the frame But I just landed in Minecraft The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do So any violence you commit I am not an excuse Because I just landed in Minecraft For chimper chipper is my friend And he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement Getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously, I would never advocate for Unless there's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will
1: make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft You nothing, I mean, you know it do try to get, us, get us close to COVID Holy
0: shit, I think I'll pull it. In Minecraft, in Minecraft